This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. This is Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. We want to bring in Melissa DeRosa, former top aide. Thank you, Michael Goodwin. We really appreciate the time. Former top aide to uh, Governor Cuomo. And uh, Melissa, how are you tonight? Doing great. Thank you. How are you guys doing? We are doing wonderful. And uh, Mr. Katsimatidis uh, is on the line and he is uh, in in this conversation, as well as Judge uh, Weinberg. A big day news-wise here in New York State. I want you to set it up and explain it for us. Sure. So, and this is something I had sort of heard rumblings about in the last couple of days, and so I wasn't surprised to see it pop today. But the ranking member of the Republicans um, on the Judiciary Committee brought a formal lawsuit today against Andrea Stewart-Cousins, who is the Senate Democratic Majority Leader, and all of the Democrats who serve on the Senate Judiciary Committee, essentially saying that what they did was in breach of their constitutional duty to give advice and consent to the governor on her court of appeals pick Justice LaSalle when they, you know, turned him away after just going through the committee process and not sending it to the floor. And so, you know, what I find amazing about this, but also sort of perfect given how this whole thing has been going, is that the Senate Republicans are stepping up and defending essentially what is the executive's authority in the Constitution on contemplation of a court of appeals judge. And Kathy Hochul had threatened to do this, you know, way back at the end of December, early January, and has just been dithering. And weeks and weeks have gone on, and she hasn't sort of tipped her hand at what she was going to do. Frankly, I think she had no idea what she was going to do. And then in the meantime, the Senate Republicans step into the void. And so now you are going to see this case brought to through the court system, I imagine it'll go all the way up to the Court of Appeals, which is sort of interesting, the Court of Appeals having to decide this because it impacts them directly. And it will be because the Senate Republicans brought it to bear and not the governor. So, you know, once again, from my perspective, real weakness, real lack of leadership from her part. But we are now going to see this play out. Before we go back to Mr. Katsimatidis uh, for him to chat with you. So, uh, Melissa, you're an expert at this. Uh, This lawsuit, Does it give Governor Hochul some political cover? I mean, no. Here's the thing. I think that LaSalle goes down on the floor no matter what. I've been saying it on this show for a month. I think that the Senate Senate Democrats have sort of coalesced around their leadership. This has now become an institutional fight over the Senate Democrats and who runs their house. I think, if anything, this just calcifies their support behind Andrea Stewart-Cousins, who's the leader in Mike Gianaris. So I think that no matter what, the, the LaSalle goes down if he gets to the floor, if the court sides with the Senate Republicans and this goes to a floor vote. I think that while it's the right thing, I believe, from a procedural perspective, because it reserves and preserves the right of the executive in, in the Constitution, I think that by her not doing this, she just she has shown that she has given up to the legislature. Ultimately, power is zero sum. If one person has it, someone else doesn't. 
And she don't, it's not even that she doesn't have it. She has seeded it. And then she, rather than stepping up and saying, regardless in the end of who wins or loses on the floor, this is about a bigger matter. And I have to, as the governor of the state of New York, for all future governors that come after me, preserve this authority. And I am going to take them to court. She's been in the corner saying, you know, dithering away. And now you have the Senate Republicans sort of stepping up and doing it. So I don't think it provides her cover because I think it just reinforces her weakness. And now what has become sort of an albatross around her neck politically will continue to be front and center in the press while this plays out. It continues to sort of reinforce this notion that LaSalle was a conservative because why are the Republicans fighting for this vote? So it continues to sort of drive the Democrats away from her and be able to say, see, the Republicans want this so badly, they're going to do your bidding for you. And so it like further puts the Democrats together against her while they have a super majority. And while she really needs to be out there making the case on her budget priorities, which in no way, shape or form are a slam dunk. I believe she's put up a couple of really big ticket items that she's got no strategy or ability to get done. The only way she can possibly do it is if she has a, str- a smart press and political strategy. And now she's going to be distracted by this LaSalle vote. And Melissa, let me get my two cents in. Uh, Governor, we got two minutes left. Governor Patterson, you got one minute. I'll take a minute. Go ahead. So, Melissa, I think the whole thing started when the legislature wrote this letter and listed the names of the people they would reject. At that point, they were attempting to disrupt the constitutional process. And that was the point that I would have told the legislature, I'm not appointing anyone until you all learn what your role is here and take that letter back. I don't disagree with you at all, Governor. I think that, you know, all along the way, sort of they have dictated the rules of engagement and any strong executive should have bucked it well before we reached this point in the process. John, But I think that that sort of underscores how we got here. Yeah, and and I I will support Governor Hochul if she puts her foot down because uh, Judge uh, uh, LaSalle deserves to be in Albany, deserves to be on that. You know, he's a, he's a Hispanic. We don't have that many Hispanics up in, in Albany. He deserves that shot. He's a common sense guy. And I am mad as heck that uh, the state Senate is trying to steamroll him. Well, and to your point, though, John, she's not putting her foot down. You know, they're not commenting today. She's not the one bringing the lawsuit. So, you know, again, I think we all have to reorient ourselves to a world in which the legislature is in charge, which is sort of scary, given how far to the left they are. Well, Melissa, we're glad you're putting your foot down. (laughs) As always, happy to, guys. Thank you. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.